The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Would you, I mean, we're talking about advice this evening. It's quite fortuitous, Wendy Nola, our consumer yes. ninja. We will go to a financial advisor. We will go to a legal advisor. We will go to a medical advisor, otherwise known as a doctor, and we will expect open and honest feedback. We will <laughs> speak to our boss and ask for open and honest feedback and expect a compliment or our spouse or our friends. Uh, but when we go for legal advice, we are looking for... Uh, some some clarity. We're looking for some honest answers as to what our options are if we're in a dis- dispute with somebody, for example. The trouble with legal advice nowadays, yes, you can get it free, but at the moment it's coming from a bot. And I'm not a sure bot. that I am ready for this, Wendy. Well, I think it was inevitable, Bruce, and, and obviously it has its small little place. So I heard a few days ago that Legal and Tax, which is an authorized FSP providing legal expense insurance, and Legal Interact have just launched an AI lawyer using the open AI ChatGBT framework and the South African legal system to provide what it calls accurate insights. And it's via WhatsApp, if you don't mind. So General Manager Darren Cohen stresses that the AI lawyer isn't a fully-fledged lawyer, well, he would have to, but that it has, quote, been contextualized to provide answers that align with the South African legal system. And then, of course, he adds, it is recommended that users check in with a qualified legal and tax professional before making any legal decisions. In other words, any legal profession, professional, but, um, you know, it's his press release. Um, so at the moment, the AI lawyer on legal and tax well, that they provide is free to use other than our data cost, of course. But in time, and he doesn't specify, it will be available on a subscription basis and to existing legal and tax legal plan and clients who are already paying. Have says, you confident. played with it? Have you tested it? Because I've, I've just tested AI programs and some of it is really, really good. And some yes. of it is abysmal, especially when it comes to facts. Well, now, when I'm going to ask a legal bot for advice, I want it to be fast and first and foremost focused on facts. Well, yes. So I gave it quite a quite a, a good test, quite a tricky test, because consumer um, law is, is a little, um, yeah, some of it, is not actually in the act. It was supplied afterwards by the commission, but they never amended the act. And so I thought, okay, let me test it. Um, I'd asked it a series of consumer rights related questions. It was a bit of a mixed bag. It was lacking in some answers and in others, actually quite oppressive. So I got a very good answer to, am I legally entitled to access to a call recording of my um, contractual conversation with a company? And they came back with a, um, Popier-related answer, if a company records a conversation with you, they must inform you that it is being recorded for the and for the purpose it's being recorded and you have the right to access the recording and to request that any inaccurate or incomplete information must be corrected. What it doesn't say is that while the Consumer Protection Act says only that companies who record these conversations that pertain to 
uh, contract rela contractual relationships with them. It only requires them to retain the recordings of those conversations, which is not fair at all, and they've never corrected it. But the Commission, the National uh, Consumer Commission, uh, the then Commissioner Ibrahim Mohammed, did say that consumers must be given access to such recordings in the event of, dis of a dispute, and I've quoted him relentlessly on that. But, of course, that would be expecting a bit much of a bot, I think, to find that information out there and put it into their answer. So it's a half mark there, I suppose. But it was completely thrown by a question that I get asked a lot by consumers, and that is, can a company refuse to offer to honor the Consumer Protection Act warranty if I don't have the product's original packaging, right? If you don't have the box for your TV and it goes wrong in the first It is. It is a it, stupid it, rule. It, it, no. That, so they, anyway, the answer I got was um, – uh, something went. It seems as if something went wrong. Let's try again. Please read up the yes. questions. I thought, okay, and I did, and I got the same answer. So, if you're wondering what the answer is, no, they can't deny you your warranty protection in the first six months because that belongs to the CPA. But after that, for month seven, the supplier's voluntary warranty kicks in, and they can, of course, impose whatever terms and conditions they want. And most of them, if not all of them, say you have to have proof of purchase and you have to have the box. In other words, keep the box. Um, I then asked, um, do online retail sites have to disclose their physical address? So that was a straightforward question. And the bot was brilliant. Yes, online retail sites are required to disclose their physical address in South Africa. The Electronic Communications and Transactions Act requires that any person who conducts business through a website must provide certain information, including their full name and legal status, physical address, and contact details including phone. So that was absolutely right. So if you wanted to ask that question, you couldn't be disappointed. Um, and of course, all the answers are followed by if you want more detail or if you're having any problems, you can um, get hold of someone at LegalIt and tax. So, okay, yes, it's free. So I suppose you get the plug. Um, it was also spot on with, um, I asked it about how, how does lay-by work in South Africa? And the answer was brilliant, especially the bit about you can cancel at any time and you can, they can only penalize you by um, deducting from, uh, from what you've paid them 1% of the retail price. I, I've been banging this drum for a long time. It's the most consumer-friendly way to buy. And the bot got that brilliantly. And then the last hurdle, it failed because I asked it the most – the question that trips up most consumers and that is, does the Consumer Protection Act entitle me to a refund if I return a product? And, of course, it is the ultimate test because it depends on the circumstances. But the bot told me, yes, the CPA does entitle you to a refund if you return a product. It, the, the Act provides consumers with the right to return goods for any reason within a period of six months after the date of purchase, provided that the goods mm. are in the original condition and packaging. Wrong. Gong. Naught. Um, that's not true. Um, you only get uh, – <laughs> if you buy something in a physical shop, you only get to take it back if there's something wrong with it. You don't get to change your mind. You don't get to get a negative review from somebody at home saying it's, we don't like it, doesn't suit you. If You only get a cooling off period if you buy online or as a result of direct marketing. It's in other words, someone sent you an email or phoned you or whatever. If you take out a cell phone contract, you've got five uh, working days a week to say – I changed my mind. But if you go into a cell phone shop and take out the contract, no cooling off period. I, I don't know and, why anybody would put them through the process of signing up for two cell phone contracts consecutively. <laughs> so well, I think cell phone companies yeah. are quite safe on that front, yeah. Exactly. But um, 
what I'm saying is if you did one or the other, I, that's why I say don't take out a, a um, anyway, let's not go into that. But yeah, I've been banging this drum about what your rights are, the right of return. It's the most common question I get all day, every day. And I, I, I mean, that's for 12 years I've been doing it since the act <laughs> came into our lives. And I'm a bit cross with the bot that he couldn't find one of those references yeah. somewhere and include that in the answer. And if that's what the bot's giving out, it's no wonder the consumers are so confused because they're obviously Googling it and coming uh, up with the wrong answer and thinking they've got rights that they haven't got. But all in all, you know, something a bit of an interesting addition. Um, I don't think I'm going to be out of a job anytime soon because so. clearly the bot's not going to be able to answer people who email me in their, in their droves uh, and give them useful information but yes on basic questions worth a whirl i i did like the fact there are two points i want to make here before i let you go wendy um you referred to him as he especially when he is incapable of yes. delivering an answer well, you want it should be gender neutral and, and they, they. The, the other <laughs> one is um this is terribly clever of legal and tax because what they're doing is Yes, they're offering it to customers and prospective customers for nothing. Yes, it is imperfect. It opens the gateway to acquire more customers because it's not adequate and you can't be 100% sure that it is absolutely correct. And invariably, when it comes to more complex cases, um, you are going to need some human advice that can be a little bit more proactive because things like ChatGPT only are able to respond to the questions you ask. They yes. can't give you context. They can't give you nuance. Not yet. They can't give you ifs, buts, and maybes in the same way as a human lawyer saying, you're perfectly within your rights. You are correct. But you may still lose the case if you take this one to court. Um, exactly. And I'm not too sure that, I'm not too sure it, that, exactly. that digital yeah. channels will do that. But I do think that a lot of the questions, the emails I get, um, I could give a very simple answer. And it would be nice if I could just <laughs> give it over to a bot to do for me. But most of it, I mean, 90% of it, no. But I do think it was an inevitable use of this technology. And as you say, it's a gateway uh, to – well, if anything, it makes you sort of appreciate the the nuance and complexity that we human beings can bring to a, to a situation that the bots, for now anyway, are, are simply unable to. Thank you, Wendy Nola. Wendy is our Consumer Ninja. On a Wednesday night, the free legal advice from a bot, would you take it or would you not?